What is going on, everybody? This is your guy, Manny, and this is the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. Today, I am going to be dropping an episode for Dynasty Overload, a fantasy podcast. So I wanted to kind of give you guys my my 10 vets that you guys should be buying. They are in no particular order right now. But I also wanted to kind of get into my Scott Fishbowl draft as well. So the day started out with our draft starting at 9 a.m. Central Time, but I was waiting and sitting around all day, the guy forgets that the draft has started. So for whatever the reason was, we waited like five hours before the guy makes his pick. He goes ahead and picks uh, Josh Allen. If you look at the Scott Fishbowl uh, scoring, it's geared towards running backs. Running backs get a lot of love. And Christian McCaffrey and Eckler are both projected for over 500-plus points. That's assuming the Wolf guys are healthy, but we know what these guys can do when they're healthy. These are dual backs, guys that can catch the ball and run the ball. Those are the top two backs to have in Scott Fishbowl. And I was able to get these two guys at the 12, at the 112, and at the 201. Somebody dared me to take Eckler first and to have CMC fall into the second round. I was able to grab CMC at uh, 201 and uh, grab um, Eckler at the 112. So my draft is going well. With the, with the third round reversal, I'm going to be picking again at 301. And guess what? If Saquon Barkley falls to me or Josh Jacobs and possibly even Derrick Henry, then guess what? That will be my third uh, pick. And then I, I just have to worry about what kind of quarterback would fall to me at QB1 with my next pick being at what, five? I mean, 412? That's going to be crazy. So I have to really consider QB. But let's go ahead and get into my uh, top 10 uh, uh, vets to buy in Dynasty right now that can potentially help you win your championship this up and coming season. So I, I kind of wanted to start with a guy that he's super old. He's 32 years old right now. But this guy right here, he's a living legend. This dude has balled out all through his career. And that's Adam Thielen. You know, he's 32 years old. He goes to uh, the Carolina Panthers. He's undisputed number one wide receiver out there. He's going to be peppered with targets. I look at the Panthers as a team that's going to be struggling to win games, playing from behind. So what does that mean? You have a possession receiver in Adam Thielen who could command up to seven to 10 targets per game. So if that goes well, you, you're looking at Adam Thielen as a guy that can get about 120, 130 targets. You're looking at, at a guy that could have close to 1,000 yards, and then he's going to have potential to have those short touchdowns. So you have a guy that in the last, what, four or five seasons or six seasons in, in a row, he's had at least six touchdowns. Okay, so he, he, you know, nine, six, 14, 10, six. The last five seasons, he's a guy that's, you know, about six touchdowns a game. So there's a big, big potential that he could have that same type of type of production this season, especially if he plays 17 games. So I love Adam Thielen a lot this season. Uh, the next guy that I want to uh, purchase, grab, draft. So when I say buy, you can get these guys in startup drafts. But if you can't get them in startup drafts, you go ahead and grab these guys through trades. Adam Thielen, you can possibly get him for a couple third round picks. Um, I've seen him go for a third. I've seen him go for two thirds. A guy like Brandon Cooks, he's going to cost just a little bit more because of the age factor, but he's a guy that has been consistent everywhere that, that he's gone. He's not as old as Adam Thielen, so he does have the age factor there going in his favor. He's 29 years young, three years younger, but this guy balls out every single place that he goes to. He's had, like, what, multiple 1,000-yard seasons on multiple teams. He's done it with New Orleans. 
He's done it with uh, the Patriots. He's done it with the Rams. And he's done it with Houston two seasons in a row prior to last season. So he's a guy that if he plays 16 to 17 games, there is that potential. He could have 1,000 yards. We know the Cowboys got rid of Ezekiel Elliott. They have Pollard, but I don't see them running as much as they ran last year. Um, they're going to run the ball, but not as much as people think. And I think that Brandon Cooks is a guy that can possibly get some love. He can possibly get these targets that, you know, they've had these different receivers uh, that could not really produce. Last year, you look at Brandon Cooks. He had, what, 93 targets for 57 receptions and 699 yards. So almost 70 uh, yards on 93 targets. I see him as a guy that can have at least 119 targets. The last time he had 119 targets was in 2020, and he had 119 targets, 81 receptions, 1,100 yards. So that is definitely in the realm of possibilities for Brandon Cooks, even if it's 110 targets. You know, there's a potential that he could be right at 1,000 yards. He's There is potential that he can get you about three to five touchdowns. So he's a guy that could flirt with, wide receiver two numbers but he's going super late in drafts and he's super cheap to acquire right now in dynasty because of his age if you're lucky you can possibly purchase this guy for a low uh second round pick so if you're a contending team sell your second round pick go ahead and purchase you brandon cooks and uh laugh all the way to the bank the next guy i want to talk about is amari cooper amari cooper is a guy that's that's so disrespected so undervalued you have a rejuvenated Deshaun Watson coming up this season, and I think that Amari Cooper is going to have one of his best seasons as a Cleveland Brown. I say that last year he had 1,100 yards, right? He also had nine touchdowns. The year prior, he had eight touchdowns with Dallas. So he's a guy that's that's a, a, a yard magnet. He's a guy that gets 1,000-yard seasons. Um, he's almost like a Mike Evans light in the, in, in the, in the aspect that, Yes, Amari Cooper gets yards, but he doesn't get touchdowns like Mike Evans has in all through his career. So he's a guy, man, he's going to flirt with wide receiver one numbers just about every single year, especially if he's getting anywhere from 104 to 132 targets a game, which I also think he's going to get at least 130 plus targets once again. Who are the wide receivers that can mess with this guy? You have, yes, you have uh, Elijah Moore, but until Elijah Moore proves it, we don't know nothing about Elijah Moore. So I'm going to confidently go after Amari Cooper once again to purchase this guy. It's going to take a late first to do it. But if you are, if you are a contending team and he's like that wide receiver that you need uh, to give you wide receiver, like top 15 numbers, go ahead and purchase this guy for a late first. And you will not be uh, mad with the results. He's 29 years young. Like I said, he still has plenty more years in the tank, at least two more years of high quality production and i see deshaun watson as a guy that's going to tear it up this year so you want to have amari cooper now try to get him now before it's too late you might look at the numbers and say oh this guy fell off when amari cooper started i mean when deshaun watson came into the picture but deshaun watson he hasn't played in how many years you know he had a lot going on so he should have an improved season this year so if Amari, if Deshaun Watson is going to ball out like I think he is, then that means that automatically, to me, Amari Cooper is going to ball out. So the next guy that you want to go ahead and purchase is Geno Smith. Geno Smith, you know, he's 32 years young. Um, he's a guy that balled out last year, balled out of control, was a QB1, had, what, 4,200 yards passing, uh, 30 touchdowns. And then people were saying, oh, he might not get another contract. He might never do this again. He might be able to do this again. 
What have they added? They've added a Zach Charbonnet, who is an excellent running back out of the backfield. Not only that, you also added JSN, another wide receiver, the best wide receiver in this year's class. So you add these two things to a Seattle offense and Geno Smith with no competition behind him. He's a guy that you want to go ahead and purchase. He's 32 years uh, young, like I mentioned before. And I think that the best is yet to come. Yes, he's a late bloomer. Yes, it took him this long to make a Pro Bowl and to be a really good QB, with the talent coming in, with Lockett, and then, you know, you have all these different pieces, DK Metcalf, there's no doubt in my mind that Geno Smith does not repeat what he did last year. Now, to purchase a Geno Smith in Dynasty right now, it's at least a 24 first. I'm not telling you which 20, uh, which 24 first, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be at least a 24 first. Maybe you can get this guy for a young receiver like Jahan Dotson. I'm not, I, I wouldn't do it, but if you are desperate for QB, and you need a QB uh, to get QBs in super flex leagues is tough. So Geno Smith is a purchase to go ahead and grab. And he's going super late in these startups. Like you're grabbing this guy in the seventh, eighth, sometimes ninth round. So that's great value for a guy of his caliber. And you just made the offense better. So what does that mean? That there's there's potential for Geno Smith to stay right at the same place he was. Even if he regresses, it won't be as regressing as much. So Geno Smith is a guy that I'm interested in. Uh, go ahead and grab him in Dynasty Leagues. Next guy I want to talk about is Keenan Allen. It seems like Keenan Allen continues to perform at an elite, elite level. Um, the only knock on Keenan Allen is health. But when this guy is healthy, all he does is produce. So when you have producers such as Keenan Allen, you will have to continue to you know grab these guys. Yes, he's 30 years old. He's going to be 31 years old this season but last year in a limited amount of games he played 10 games um he had uh, 89 targets 66 receptions 752 yards and four touchdowns that's about keenan allen you know he'll he'll get you that 140 160 targets and then he's always over a uh, 100 receptions every single year and regardless of how many games he plays if you do the math you'll see that he would have been right on par for his uh fourth straight uh 100 yard, uh, 100 reception season. So he's a guy that's consistent. And I think this might be his last year of playing at this level. Sorry, correction. Keenan Allen is 31 years old already. But that's besides the fact. This guy right here, he's a constant professional. And because he's a guy that runs underneath routes, he's a possession receiver. These guys last a little bit longer. He's a, a crisp route runner. These guys know how to kind of get open. So this could be his last year with the Chargers. But now that he's still on the Chargers playing with a Justin Herbert, yes, they add a Quentin Johnson, but Quentin Johnson will have to, like, get acclimated, and we have to see who he is. We know who Keenan Allen is. We know who Mike Williams uh, is. So I trust those guys. But Keenan Allen is definitely a guy that I'm grabbing. You can possibly get this guy for a 24 uh, uh, second right now. And, and if you're targeting a team that has a rebuild, you might be able to get Keenan Allen for a third plus a young player, like a – uh, Mims or, uh, you know, something else. Because this 23 draft was so deep that a lot of these third-round picks amounted to stuff that would never really be there. So let's say a Roshan Johnson plus a 24-third could get it done for a guy like Keenan Allen. Kind of play around with it, kind of see what kind of combination you can combine to get Keenan Allen. Do not be afraid to trade young talent if you are a winning team. You can have a guy like Cedric Tillman, but Cedric Tillman might not be ready to produce for a few years, if you can trade him plus package uh, 20, uh, 24 third with it, 
Uh, to get a Keenan Allen, you go ahead and do it because you know what you're getting out of Keenan Allen, and he's a guy that's going to definitely help you win championships. The next guy I want to talk about is DeAndre Hopkins. We have waited and waited and waited and waited to see where is DeAndre Hopkins going to go. Doesn't really matter. He's 31 years young, but he's on a different level from Keenan Allen. He's like next level. He's a guy that's, you know, high volume guy, a guy who gets a lot of receptions. Similar to, to a Keenan Allen, you know what you're getting out of this guy when he's getting those. 150 to 174 type targets, uh, type seasons. He's getting anywhere from, you know, uh, 1,200 to 1,500 yards, you know, yards. And then he's a guy that's high volume touchdown guy. That's why he's next level from a Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen can be like a low wide receiver one when he's on his game. DeAndre Hopkins is a high wide receiver one when he's on his game because he has the touchdown upside. He has a big yard yardage upside and then he always has the reception so DeAndre Hopkins is somebody that I'm definitely targeting as long as this guy is healthy he balls out we saw it last year in a small sample size he played nine games and he had over 700 yards receiving and then he had three touchdowns and that's with horrible and poor quarterback play there's nowhere DeAndre Hopkins can go right now and not be the wide receiver one or the number one option like, he is that good. He's that good. We don't know how long he has left, but if he goes to a team like the Kansas City Chiefs, wow. You want to go ahead and purchase him now? He's a lot cheaper now to grab than when he actually goes to his next destination. If he goes to a place like Buffalo, he goes to a place like uh, even the Jets or, you know, Kansas City. Anywhere he goes that has an elite QB, it's automatically going to elevate his game and automatically going to elevate his um, his value. So you want to go ahead and grab him now. Uh, a second-round pick possibly gets it done for DeAndre Hopkins. I was in a, a, a rookie draft most recently, and I traded a third-round 23 pick and a 24 uh, second, and I believe it was worth it for Hopkins. I, I mean, I think that was a great buy. Um, so you definitely want to um, kind of play around with it to kind of see what you can get out of a, a deal for DeAndre Hopkins. But when he's healthy, when he's on this game, he's a guy that can produce for you even at age 31. Uh, next guy I want to talk about is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon has a lot going on with him with his legal issues. But if this guy is the starter and he serves no, you know, like no jail time or nothing like that, I don't want to get into the into his legal issues. But if he comes out scot-free last year, he had a good season, you know, 841 uh, rushing yards, seven touchdowns. Then he also had uh, receptions, uh, 60 receptions, and 440, uh, 441 yards receiving and also two touchdowns. So uh, this is a guy, any any running back that's a receiver that's getting you 60 receptions or more, those are the kind of guys you want to target. If you're doing the – in this year, mixing this falling so low – in these startups like you we're talking about almost 10th round sometimes so he's a guy that you want to grab any startups as a guy that if he gets the snaps he's a guy that has zero competition behind him yes they you know they drafted a young buck and chase brown and we don't know what happens with that backfield but definitely joe mixon is somebody that you should target like i said he's going to be cheaper mid to late uh 24 second gets it done and here's a guy who can come in give you in front with wide receiver i mean running back one numbers you know, so there's no doubt in my mind that he he's a top 15 RB if he's getting the snaps, if he's getting the touches, he's playing in the elite offense. If you're looking for what he did in 2021 when he had the 20, uh, you know, uh, 1,200 yards rushing, which was a career high, he, that year he had, what, 13 rushing touchdowns. And then he also had, what, 42 receptions. He had 314 yards receiving and also three touchdowns. You're not going to get that Joe Mixon, but 
you definitely could get a Joe Mixon that, you know, from, from scrimmage as a total, could get you that 1,200, that 13, 1,400 yards from scrimmage. And he has the potential for double-digit touchdowns combined. And then also that receiving upside. So I love what Mixon brings to the table. They lost a Hayden Hurst. You bring in a, a Irv Smith who's always hurt. So if Irv Smith gets hurt knocking on wood this year, that opens up more receiving opportunities for Joe Mixon. So we'll see how that shakes out. But yeah, Joe Mixon is cheap to acquire, a guy that I'm definitely going to grab if I can. Next thing I want to talk to you guys about is Derek Carr, 32 years old. We don't know. It's the unknown with Derek Carr. He might go out there and ball out with Olave, and let's say Michael Thomas is healthy, which I doubt. But let's just say he goes out there and he balls out, okay? With the whole Kamara situation, they might be leaning on Derek Carr to pass the ball more. So really – the biggest winner in this whole Derek Carr thing is Olave. Purchase Olave if you can. I think Olave's going to have a great season. But Derek Carr, man, he's a guy that's consistent. He's not going to wow you with his arm or his talent. But he's always been consistent. He's a 4,000-yard uh, passer a year. He's a guy that gets you anywhere from 21 to 27 touchdowns. Nothing too fancy, nothing too too amazing. The last three seasons, 27 touchdowns, 23 touchdowns, 24 touchdowns. So we can say, on average, he could have a potential to get you at least 24 touchdowns right so let's just say that you know he can get you about 4,000 4,500 yards passing that's all in the realm of possibilities if he can keep his interceptions numbers down he had 14 interceptions of the last two years but nevertheless Derek Carr is a nice QB two to half he's a guy that can flirt with top 20 top 17 top 15 top 13 season and he's not expensive to to grab right now. People are down on Derek Carr because they feel like if he plays bad, then he's gone. So that job security is going to make Derek Carr a guy that's a lot cheaper to acquire in Dynasty. So you want to go ahead and grab him now that his value is kind of low and it's kind of cheap to kind of grab him. Next I want to talk about is Darren Waller. Now, I know you guys are probably thinking, Manny, why is Darren Waller on your list? Darren Waller's on my list for the simple fact that when he is healthy, he is going to perform. Looking at the Giants wide receiving group right now with Hodges and Jalen Hyatt, and there's nobody there that screams alpha wide receiver. There's nobody there that screams, hey, this is a, a legit wide receiver. So with that wide receiving core being so, so terrible and also Saquon Barkley being a guy that's kind of mad, imagine Saquon Barkley sits out and kind of waits for a contract. Darren Waller can be the undisputed number one wide receiver there and number one target. And he's a guy that can flirt with 145 targets or 117 targets. That's what he was able to do in 2019 and 2020. I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is going to, you know, make him or elevate him to get those kinds of numbers. But he's a guy, if healthy, if he can give you 16 games or even 14 games. There's a realm of possibility this guy can catch 90 balls this season. He can have well over 1,000 yards. And if he gets touchdowns, then he's definitely, definitely going to be a bargain. He's going so low in drafts early in the offseason. And even now, he's a guy that, that you can possibly trade a second for. Or you can do a, a like a like a package-type deal where you're trading a younger tight end, like an Isaiah Likely plus a third, or kind of play around with it to kind of get this vet. Because I believe if he is healthy, He's a guy that can perform for you. And I think in that day balls offense with Daniel Jones improving, he's going to need a safety blanket, a security blanket, and that could be uh, Darren Waller. What if this is the year that Darren Waller is finally healthy? The last two seasons, he's played 11 games and nine games respectfully, respectively. And this could be the year that he's fully healthy. So I don't know. This is one of them guys that I usually don't grab, but 
for the right price, I don't mind grabbing a, a Darren Waller and kind of banking on, you know, change the scenery. Maybe he's kind of figured things out. Maybe his body holds up. And if that happens, you're looking at a top five tight end this season. So why not be in on the front end then? The back end. The last guy on my list is James Conner, a guy that continues to be disrespected. James Conner balled out last year. He's going to have a major, major usage this season because they're going to use this guy up. They're going to use him up, and when they're done with him, they're going to let him go. He's 28 years young, and he's a guy that they're going to use. Last year, what, he got 183 carries. The year before that, 202. So we're, it's safe to say he's going to – get at least 180 carries this year, right? He's always going to flirt around 750. That's kind of where he's kind of been the last three years on average. Two years ago, 15 touchdowns. Last year, seven touchdowns in a bad offense with terrible QBs, and that's with Kyler Murray going down. With Kyler Murray not being available, James Conner has a chance to be the focal point of this offense with bad quarterback play. They're going to force feed this guy. And let's not get it twisted. This guy is a capable receiver. He had a career, well, not a career high, but a second best in receiving last year with 46 receptions. And he had 300 yards receiving and an extra touchdown. So you're looking at from scrimmage, he had well over 1,000 yards and he had a total of eight touchdowns with 30, I mean, with 46 receptions. That's pretty solid. There's no doubt in my mind, James Conner could flirt with RB1 numbers this season. Now, I get it. There's tons and tons of great RBs out there. Last year, he played 13 games. I'm going to go out on a limb and say if this guy plays 15 games or 16 games, there's a chance he can flirt with RB1 numbers, especially if the reception numbers continue to go up. He can possibly get a 50 something reception type season this year they're going to be playing from behind and he's a guy that has some little wiggle he's a little bigger but he's a, he has a little wiggle um he's a good goal line back we definitely saw that in 2021 and part of 2022 as well so he's a guy that can flirt with rb1 numbers but definitely a top 15 back if healthy and if he's utilized the way i think he's going to be utilized can Tony ingram behind him yes they can sign a kareem hunt or Ezekiel elliott or even a lender Fournette to come in and mess up this backfield but as of right now you want to go ahead and purchase because if they don't bring in anybody else then you're looking at james connor with the entire backfield and there's going to be gold whether it's dynasty whether it's redraft if you're playing the zero rb strategy and redraft James Conner is definitely, definitely a great target to, to grab in the sixth, seventh, eighth round. That's where he's going to go and redraft. So why not go ahead and get you some James Conner? So, guys, this is your guy, Manny. You guys are watching the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. And this is a Dynasty Overload podcast. Catch you guys on the next episode. I'm out. Peace.